Welcome to another episode of My Dad's Stories. We're happy to have you with us as we talk about crazy, funny, and surprising stories from Dad's life, with a bit of wisdom and inspiration thrown in for free. We hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we have. Let's get started. So I was thinking today, maybe we could talk about some of your pets. Do you remember what your favorite pet has been? I know there's been a few. Oh, I've got several favorites, but why don't we start yeah. with the begin? Why don't we start at the beginning, earliest memories? Okay. Do you remember what your first pet was? The earliest memory was a family dog. Yeah. It was called. His name was Tippy. Tippy. Tippy, yeah. He had a big black dog with a white tip on his tail. And I think he had a little white tip right just in the center of his chest. Well, we had but a dog named dog. Tippy, too. That was later, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, tippy. this Tippy was, uh, according to my mom, very extremely good with children because she said when I was little, I would reach up and grab him and pull him up and climb up all over him and everything, and he never had a problem. So gentle giant. Yeah, some of the other kids would put me on top of him, and I, they said you'd ride with him on him. And yeah, I, I have vivid memories of Tippy being just, yeah, just very big. Of course, my memories distorted because I was little, but it was strong enough to remember this large dog. It's kind of like the um, the big red dog. Clifford. <laughs> you know? Clifford, yeah. How the yeah. protection of the large. To me, this dog was extremely large. Of course, mine was small. And uh, we had him for quite a while. And then I remember him passing away, and it was, uh, he had some kind of sickness, like cancer or something. I remember that. No, oh, that's sad. Yeah. So then we had uh, cats for the most part for quite a little while. It seemed like most of our pets came to our house through my sister. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because she, she got this. She, yeah, she, we ended up having brought a cat called McKeever. McKeever. Oh, that's an interesting name. I remember from head to toe was over 22, 23 inches long. He's extremely long hmm. cat. Oh, okay. oh, now I remember. Okay, memories are flooding in. Memories are flooding in. <laughs> So, so after, after Tippy passed away, my mom moved towards smaller dogs. She went to two toy poodles. One was named, at the same named, time. Yeah, we well we first started with Jock, and then she brought in Bridget. Jock, Jock was this little peach-colored toy poodle. I mean, not very big. He played ball. Man, we played ball like crazy. He was a ball nut dog. And then we got, then we got Bridget, and she was like, oh, high fashion, you know. She was a toy poodle too, but a little taller, brown, chocolate brown, made up like a little princess. And no, oh, don't touch me, I'm just, you know. <laughs> she, she was okay. in her own little, kind of in her own little world kind of thing. She was mom's it's kind of the opposite dog. jock. Yeah, but at the same time, and during the time of having these dogs, my sister came home with a cat called McKeever, the big cat. Hmm. And do you this, remember where she cat, got it? No. I just remember, she, like, she found it or something, and she got this okay. cat. Anyway, he, he adopted us. Uh, I'm telling you, he adopted us. We didn't adopt it. Yeah, that's usually how it happens with, with cats. Yeah, because he was a totally freelancer. Mm. He would uh, go out, and he checked out all the other neighbors. We had neighbors calling us up and saying, yeah, your cat's in our house. We just let you know he's here because okay. he'd walk into the neighbors, visit them, you know, 
he was a neighborhood cat, but he resided at our property. So where mm. he always came home for dinner. Anyway, okay. he's very, very big. And I remember him, some of the funny things he'd do, he'd hang off the couch. He'd hang off the couch where he was almost touching the ground. And the, when the little dogs would walk by him, he'd reach up and swat him in the butt with his paw and make him yip and chase him off. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Huh. Another part of this cat was he was tough. He didn't take nothing for nobody. I remember this neighborhood dog was a bully. And he chased McKeever into the bushes. And I just tell my friends, oh, you got to watch this, watch this, watch this. And it was just a minute or seconds. All of a sudden, the dog came screaming out there, and Cat was just on his tail <laughs> chasing him back. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was a big cat. He didn't huh. take take anything from any dogs. <laughs> and, yeah, we had him for you a sure while. You sure wasn't time. a small cougar? Yeah. <laughs> he was, small um, wild cat? He was gray and white. Um, what do they call it? When they're multicolored? He was a dwarf cougar. Yeah, dwarf cougar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was so big and slinky, you could pick him up, throw him on your shoulder. He was gentle giant, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it seemed like we had another cat or two in there, but I can't did remember. You ever, did you ever get your own pet, or were they always just the family pet? Well, I didn't get my own pet until I actually moved out. Until you were on your own? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had my own apartment and all that. But, so you um, never had like a hamster or fish or something? Okay, okay, here. Yeah, I'm bringing more memories up here. Um, keep talking, <laughs> keep remembering. Pet snake? Uh, well, no, we had a, um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's a rat. They call them hooded rats because they were, they're gray with a okay. black hood on their head. That's what it looked like. And a mm. long little tail. And like jump, the, the head I is colored I think they're called black. jumping hooded rats. Because they had the ability to jump really high. And I found this out because we had this rat. I can't remember his name. Had it for, Didn't have it that long, I guess. I barely remember. But, I mean, it was really cool. Well, they don't usually live that long. I had to clean out his cage. So I took it outside and I took him out and I put him in a real tall box. It was probably had something that had about two feet in it. You know, he slid in as narrow, tall. And I had it standing up uh, against a corner or whatever. And, um, you know, didn't have no top on it. And I thought, well, no way he's going to jump that high. So I went and cleaned the cage out and come back. And there's the box in there, but there's no rat. He jumped straight up and out of there. And it was, yeah. wow. and mom said, he's called a jumping hooded rat. <laughs> yeah, mom, I, I got uh-huh. that. <laughs> of course, it's in the yard, so he's gone. And I'm like, I guess. You oh, didn't no. find him? He was long gone. What? Yeah. He got in the yard and took off. Hmm. Fled for freedom. <laughs> so when was the first time you got a pet after you left your parents' house? Okay, let me finish up with Jock real quick. So Jock was sure. Jock was this little toy poodle. And I think I remember that uh, Bridget, she died. And then um, my mom, she ended up giving Jock to my grandmother. And he was a smart dog. Oh, a smart dog. She fed him to me treats. His teeth really rotted out. You don't do that with, with poodles. They don't have very good teeth anyway. And anyway, okay. but uh, I'd go to my grandmother's house and play with him a lot. And, and he's a cool little dog. But um, if she left her play on a tray in the living room, he'd run to the kitchen and area and bark to get outside or go get her attention. She'd go there. Then run back and get up and start eating her food. He wow. would trick her like that. He was that. Sm- he was smart. Was sneaky. Smart, sneaky yeah. little dog, yeah. Anyway, um, so she had him for quite a while, and then he, uh, I don't know, died of old age, I think. 
Okay, so that was Jock. We had him probably, I'd say, 12, 13 years. Um, wow. Well, no, maybe maybe it's more That's a good 10. For a maybe it's more 10 to 9 years. I think Bridget only okay. lasted about 6, 7 years. But anyway, oh. um, um, when I moved out, I lived on my own for a while, moved around, and when I got I married my first wife, Oh man, my memory's hard. Memory, I had, I got a um, cocker spaniel. What was his name? That was before I got married. I can't even think of his name right now. I got this mm. cocker spaniel. I can't remember how I got it. Friend or somebody gave it to me. Not a very memorable dog. Oh, he was memorable. <laughs> he was a memorable dog. I just, I can't remember yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was beautiful. Uh, cocker spaniel. No, I got that dog when I got married to my ex-wife. And she's one okay. helped picked it out, I think. And so you were already married. Yeah, I was already married. And we had the dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog loved me, okay. hated her. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, I know. So when she um, ended up leaving, she came back right. later saying she wanted the dog. So she took my dog. Why? I don't know why. I thought it was crazy. But she was she going. She took the dog? She took the dog. She was living with her aunt, which had a nice farm and all that stuff. And I remember um, when we were married, we took the dog with us up to her, her parents' farm, and we went horseback riding. And she had a bird dog up there. And our dog, you know, Cocker Spaniels are known to be, like, traditionally they were like bird dogs. Well, I was watching this dog keep up with his bird dog step by step. They're running, running side by side through the thickets, brush. And I was like, wow, I never thought a Cocker Spaniel could move so fast. <laughs> and this dog was just having time of life, right? But anyway, oh my gosh, my rim. See, that's why we're talking these stories, because anybody listening, yeah. anybody listening, fathers, remember, you lose your thoughts, so you got to really work on it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I got to record it or write it down yeah, or something can, before it's gone. Yeah, it'll come back to me eventually. Anyway, um, you'll probably text me to, tomorrow. Yeah. Like, oh, the dog's <laughs> name was this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, You'll so have a dream about it. So she took the dog from me when she left. The, my ex-wife left the, left me. Wow, and, that's just cruel. Yeah, I know. And then, then after uh, about a year, she uh, texted me or called me and told me she wanted me to come and get the dog because she couldn't take care of it no more. What? Yeah, I thought what? So I went from that's our weird. place, clear, you know, a couple hundred miles away, to go get my dog back, and um, I. I remember his name. Her name is Buffy. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, Buffy. Yeah. I was getting. Well, I we've... know. I know Buffy. Buffy, yes, Buffy. Yeah. Um, you know, I mixed her up because I had three. Eventually, basically, my life evolved through three different cocker spaniels, and Buffy was really? my my dog. Yeah. So when I got up there and I and I went and saw her, she was getting some drinks. Buffy climbed up on my lap and just would not move. Wow. She missed me so bad, and I just melted. I thought, oh, my gosh, what is she doing <laughs> to you, poor dog? <laughs> so yeah. I, I took Buffy home and um, mm. took care of her. And Well, that's good that she called you instead of just yeah, giving her up yeah. to a shelter or something. Yeah, Buffy ended up mm. moving with my grandmother, also followed by Jock. Uh, my grandmother took over several of our dogs, actually. Why is that? Oh, I think, you know, life gets busy and whatnot, and Grandma has a nice piece of property and needed a new dog, so we just give her another dog. So she liked, she liked Buffy. <laughs> Keep Buffy, her company. Buffy liked the property, <laughs> yeah. 
It's like and Buffy, home Buffy, dogs. Buffy was sneaky too, just like Jock. Um, by that time, my yeah. grandmother, my grandmother had an electric chair, and she was riding around. And we think uh, Buffy stole her um, uh, her uh, dentures. <laughs> yeah, Why? We, I never, we never. My grandmother, I think, personally, my grandmother threw her dentures away by accident. But she uh-huh. claims that Buffy took their dentures off of her plate and went and hit it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, dogs like sneaking and doing tricks on my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That was, yeah, okay. Buffy was a really, really pretty um, Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. And uh, then, um, and funny thing is, when I met your mom, your mom had a Cocker Spaniel. So for a little while, we had two Cocker Spaniels. Your mom had a, got a Cocker Spaniel called Murphy. Hmm. Oh, he was a yeah. big old cocker spaniel, just like double width of Buffy. He was just a, he was just a lug, and and apparently, <laughs> he well, is same well thing. Loved. Well, well, she found him in the orchard when they, where her um, where she lived before she got married. So he was kind of like the I saw him at the latter end of his life, but apparently yeah. when she got him, he was just matted up, covered in weeds. He was a stray. Wow. And she had to yeah, get him totally shaved off, cleaned up. But she said, um, uh, I think it was Rebecca. When Rebecca was really little, Becca could grab on his long hair on his sides and pull herself up to standing. And yeah. he would just sit there and just grit and hold his teeth. You know, She was shocked at how well he did not respond to her pulling his big floppy ears and all yeah. that stuff. Kind of like your Extremely first dog. Patient. Yeah. But he did have a serious problem. He loved getting out of the fence lines and travel neighborhoods and stuff. He was a wanderer. So even when we had this new, we got a new home in a little town, we had a chained in fence, three foot fence. He would climb up and out of it wow. and get out of it. We couldn't keep him home. Eventually we found him. We figured he got hit along the side of the road in the wintertime oh. by a vehicle because we found him in a, where a snowbank would have been wow. early spring. We we're close to our house. Yeah. He disappeared. And it just looked like, yeah, he'd been hit by something bad. Wow, that's sad. I remember Mom talking a lot about Murphy. It sounded like he was pretty special to her. He was, he was. Yeah. He was, like I said, he was a very uh, patient, calm child. I have to say that I think the personalities of the parents have a great deal with the effect of the personalities of the animals. Yeah? What do you mean? All the animals, pretty much, that your mom and I have had cats included their personalities seem to be your mom and i are pretty much a calm couple and i don't know but our animals all seem to be relatively calm and easy going Hmm. pretty good you Um, didn't get any psychos well well manner (laughs) i i don't know no there's some dogs like you think that they have a nervous disorder or something yeah so moving on I didn't have a pet for quite a while, probably seven, eight years, till I met your mom after after Buffy. And my grandmother, after Buffy passed away, my grandmother inherited another Cocker Spaniel from my sister, which was named, um, no, well, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't as nice. <laughs> but oh, anyway, okay. anyway, so moving on with your mom and I, we, we did get another dog after Murphy. Yeah, we got a dog called Tippy. Yeah, I remember him. 
we got Tippy. He was just a puppy, little thing. And we had Murphy at the same time for a little while. And Murphy charged at Tippy. And Tippy just freaked out. He was just a little thing. And he was just thought like this lumbering giant was coming after him. It was hilarious watching him screw (laughs) run around the house. (laughs) Yeah. So Murphy didn't like him? Or was he just playing? He was just playing. He just Mm -hmm. wanted to play. But he was a big lumbering he must weigh 30 pounds for a cocker span. He was big. He was, yeah. he was a chunk and uh, had a big head on him. You know, it's just, he was a neat, interesting dog. But um, Tippy grew up to be about a 30 pound mid sized dog. He was a mixed breed, uh, a short black hair. He was known as a mutt. Yeah, he was a, <laughs> he was a cool mutt. But uh, he was a black and white, white white tip on his tail, white on his chest. But he's mid-sized, not very big, not that big. And he, again, just was like ball crazy. He would chase ball all day long. And so we had him about 12 years. What's your favorite thing about having dogs? Well, I like having dogs around. One, they let me know when somebody comes to the house. And sometimes it drives crazy, but they they like I have a doorbell that doesn't work half the time, but my dog lets me know all the time. Yeah. And uh, in my house, I got better solid windows. I've had cars drive up and I don't even hear them with a TV and everything going, but right. he lets me know. Um, he's <laughs> he's there. Most of them are very affectionate. Um, they um, you know, when you when you go away and you come back, even if it's a couple of days, they always act like you're just showing up. Right. I mean, yeah. even you saw me in the morning. I've missed you. The dog I got right now is probably my personal favorite of yeah? all dogs. Yeah, because of his character. I don't he has think got you've ever told character. me that before. So what's what's so special about him? Okay, well. You're talking about Archie, right? That's right. But okay. we're going to back up first. Archie. After, tip, after Tippy, we're going to talk about Peanut. <laughs> Peanut was, of course, your dog. But yeah. he was he was a little dachshund. Now I first yeah. dachshund I ever had. Uh, he, miniature he was a dachshund. cool dog. He was a cool dog. I loved him greatly. Uh, but he had some personal traits that drove me crazy. Like he had yeah. no problem in in doing his business anywhere in the backyard. He had some issues. All over the <laughs> He had some issues. Yeah. But he was a clown dog. He was funnier than heck. Yeah, he was very and, entertaining. Uh, um, sometimes I wondered though if he was really my dog or mom's dog. <laughs> well, she would slip oh, up sometimes and call him her baby. I was like, "That's your grandbaby." Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's because he was he was a lap dog. I mean, you're, everybody's yeah. lap belonged to him. He you're loved to cuddle down, with her you, though. Guess what? Yeah, he liked sitting on her lap constantly. You know. Yeah. And so, but that's that's dachshunds. That's her nature. You know. Um, so that was peanut. And, and yeah, and you took him through training, which yep. was really cool. That yep. was really cool. I really that. appreciated so, that. I think it was really good for both well, the I dog and me. It. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I wish the dog I have right now could have done that. <laughs> I still I still use that training, you know, even yeah. when I'm dealing with kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... After Peanut died, I wasn't going to get another dog. I told you, no, we're not getting another dog. No, right. no. And so within 30 days, she was looking at websites of the Humane Society and all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I said, okay, I think I she was looking. feeling lonely. Yeah. And yeah. so I started feeling sad. And I thought, like, mm. Peanut was just really so good I company started, for her. Yeah, yeah. 
I started looking online and I saw this dog. I thought, that's an interesting looking dog. It was on their community <laughs> site website. So I said, okay, we're going to Interesting looking how? Yeah. You got to describe well, it. What made him interesting? Let's th- let's say you take a German Shepherd, shrink him down to about 20 pounds, yeah. and then make him blonde with a black nose. <laughs> Looks like kind of like a mini Shep, blonde mini Shep. Yep. Okay. Now, the reason why I say that is because German a veterinarian Shepherd. told me that. Right. And in the common world of everybody who looked at him would say, what is it? That's it. <laughs> he said, what is it? Because right. he really yeah. stands out. He always looks like he's happy, smiling, and alert when he's out in yeah, public. He's got a very distinctive like look, he's very, but he's not, right. he's not a purebred by any means. No, no, no. Between the vet and the pound uh, people, they're, it's, they're, they're, they said terrier, dachshund, and chihuahua. Somewhere in those three. Right. A little bit of they couldn't come up with a right combination, but somewhere in those three. And because uh, he's every now and then he'll give that look like a chihuahua, the bug out the eyes, kind of look at you. What do you, what are you saying there, man? He what, definitely what? has the yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He give you that look. So I went to the pound and 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 I showed him on my phone. Of course, we had a cell phone then. Yeah. And yeah. I showed him. I said, "Where's this dog right here? Is he gone or what?" And I said, "Oh no, he's out in the outside kennel. He's the terrier out there." <laughs> terrible terrier i go what do you mean he says well he terrorizes the two big dogs on either side of him seriously what? there's a doberman picture on one side and a big german shepherd on the other side and in the middle is a little tiny blonde dog i said go out there and he's sitting just sitting posing in the middle about three feet away from this fence and there's a tall cage and he's sitting there staring at me all quiet and these other dogs are going like nuts he says yeah see where we have the dog food the big dog food is attached to that fence and that fence over there. When the dogs come in and try to eat their food, he jumps and attacks the fence. <laughs> and it scares them off of the food. What? Yeah. He's incredibly aggressive. He's in a... it's amazing. I said, <laughs> but he's in a separate he's in kennel. A pen... He's not in the same pen with the other dogs. No. Wasn't he in quarantine? Yes. They thought he had kennel cough, so they quarantined him for a right. week. So, I mean, I couldn't even take him then. Yeah, they still waited for the end of the week or whatever. And I said, what? Look at him. He looks so mild-mannered, just sitting here, like, polite, not barking, yipping, and he's really cool looking. And he said, yeah, but um, we can't even put him outside. That's why. He says, we have no enclosure outside. He'll climb the six-foot fence and get out. Oh, my gosh. Really? He's a climber? All I have is a three-foot wiggly uh, like chicken, chicken wire. at home. Like chicken wire? Yeah. I don't know about So I went up to him, bent over. I bent over. I was at least three and a half feet or more off the ground. I mean, I leaned forward a little bit and said, how you doing, boy? He lunged from a sitting spot, lunged straight up to my face and locked onto the fence <laughs> looking at me. I'm like, I jumped back and said, what the heck? Are you kidding me? And he just stared at me. Then he scaled down the fence. I said, yeah, I believe what you mean about climbing the fences. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I don't know about this. So... We, yeah, but I he was a pretty anxious dog when you first met him, wasn't he? Oh, my gosh. Well, he – okay, when we first got him, his strange things, uh, he had no sound. He didn't bark, whine, nothing. Yeah. Um, for It took us six months or almost a year before he actually started making any noise at all. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty chatty now. Yeah, but I remember, like, when when you first brought him home – so this was only a month – after you lost Peanut. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah. He, Archie was super timid and just nervous yeah. all the time. Like, you could tell that he hadn't been properly um, taken care of before. 
Like, Mm-mm. whoever he was with uh, before ending up at the shelter just didn't take care of him. You know, well, he might have been mistreated. Well, we have a couple clues. Yeah. Yeah. One, he didn't he didn't poop or pee in the house. Actually, I put him out in the backyard and he pooped. He would put only in the grass in areas where he couldn't hardly see it. So he, he died like it. hiding it. Yeah. And the chicken on our, our fence really good because he jumped once and hit it and moved. And it scared him. So he <laughs> never bothered trying to jump over it. So that worked. Yeah, it's not sturdy enough to climb. <laughs> yeah. And it took quite a while for him to kind of cuddle up to warm up to us and think that we we're safe. We allowed him actually on our bed to sleep with us. Um, and you never did that with Peanut. Close. No, Peanut was a doghouse dog. He he would actually, Peanut had his own little kennel in the yep. living room. And he would, he would decide when it's time to go to bed. He'd go yep. in and he actually grabbed the door and shut his own door. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I thought, I, when he first did he I said, loved his he kennel. just shut that door. He'd reach out with his claw, grab yep. it, and shut the door. And he says, yep. he, like telling us, time to go to bed. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or like if we had guests over and he was kind of scared because they're new people, strangers, sometimes yeah. he would go hide in the kennel, you know, right. just to get away from safe. all the people. That was a safe zone. Yeah. Um, Ar- Archie, when he wants to go to bed, he stares at the bedroom door. And he looks at us, stares right. at the bedroom door. Right. He, he uses his eyes a lot for direction. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Archie has evolved. In his character and demeanor, uh, he actually when we first got him, he had no fear of big dogs whatsoever. Because my right. brother had a big black dog, and Archie ran up there and started kissing him and jumping him, trying to try to clean his lips and clean his teeth. I, what are you doing? Quit <laughs> grooming that dog, you know? He's gonna bite you. And, and he had like no fear of big dogs until we went walking with him one time, and uh, this guy had a pit bull, and he was pulling on him. Anyway, he had a big old belt and everything on him. And uh, Archie wanted to go see him, ran up to him, and the guy said, ah, it's okay, my pit bull won't bother your dog. Well, all of a sudden, the pit bull about pulled the guy over and lunged at Archie, and wow. it freaked him out. From that moment on, man, he lets big dogs know, you come near me, I'm going to bite you. He starts immediately, wow. bark, 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 bark. And I have big owners all the time saying, my dog won't hurt your dog. Will your dog bite my dog if my dog bites yours first? Because that's what he'll do. Yeah, I love I love it when dog owners say that. I'm like, you don't know my dog. My yeah, dog's the my dangerous dog one. <laughs> will attack your dog. Yeah, like and, um, so it doesn't matter if your just, dog is friendly. If he comes too close, my dog's gonna protect himself. Yeah, he's gotten a lot better with ignoring dogs with by using treats. You know, yeah. working with him, he's gotten yeah. better. But training and, him but, and trusting us, I think. And I've had a couple times where I had dogs run after me. I just reached out and grabbed him, picked him up. Right, which is kind of one of the advantages of having a small dog. <laughs> yeah, our dog was found out wandering around uh, like Walmart when uh, when the pound picked him up. So he was oh, yeah? he left home. And no one ever came to claim him. No, they wow. had him for almost a month. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, and he was not chipped or anything. Yeah. So of course now he's chipped. But anyway, um, I had him down in the park, and these two boys come. One was riding a bike, then was chasing after him. They were speaking Spanish. They came running right by us. They were yelling to each other in Spanish. And I noticed Archie's reaction. He freaked out. Yeah. When he heard them and he heard them speaking Spanish, he just totally came unglued. I mean, like, wow, he wanted to get away as fast as possible. Wow. 
I have a feeling that maybe uh, we have so many Hispanic families in this valley. Well, maybe one had him, and maybe they were, you know, correcting him severely with uh, trying to keep him from because his his behavior going to the bathroom is still extremely unique. If we go out in the field, it's hard to pick up his poop because he puts it in the middle of a bush or off the path. Right. He does not like going where anybody can find it or even see it, and hard to get to it. He's just notorious that way. And and he uh, marks territory like some kind of predator. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he pees and he starts digging up ground and growling and I'm like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely quirky. Yeah, he was only four months old. We were wondering why he couldn't have been out on his own that long. Yeah. He was very healthy, very lean when we got him. Right. That's another thing with I his definitely his didn't look like a street eating. dog. No, no. No. He was very clean. Yeah. Yeah, he loves playing ball, like my other dogs, except he goes get it, brings it back to me, and runs past me. He's like, okay, now you got to catch me. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, he doesn't want to give it back uh, to you. doesn't want to give it back to you. And he throw it. I'll go get it. So <laughs> I've learned to trick him. Use multiple toys, so I throw it, and then he runs back, and then I'll throw the other one and drop it. And then <laughs> So we did like a revolving juggling act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, part of his demeanor has gotten where he um, he will talk to us. I come home some and he was like, "Where you been? What are you doing?" All this growling, talky stuff. I said, "Okay, I'm home now." And he always gets super excited every time I come home. Like I've just been gone forever. Yeah. Uh, if we're gone for like a week or something, he literally just goes ballistic. I mean, he just takes him a while to wind down. Yeah, he's pretty attached to you now. Yeah, and he's a good dog to travel with. Does he still act strangely when you and mom hug? Oh, yeah. That's that chow, that, that uh, chihuahua look. He'll look at you bug-eyed. Sometimes if we're kissing, he'll growl. <laughs> if we're in bed and I roll over and kiss her, he tries to get up in the middle yeah. of us. I have to put my hand on him and hold him down. <laughs> He's very jealous over your mom, yeah. <laughs> but not that bad. He's never yeah, well, it used to be more yeah. pronounced than that. Uh, like in the beginning, you know, maybe the first year, what I remember is if you try to hug mom, he would start jumping all over both of you and try to get in between you. That's right. He'd try to separate us. Yeah. I've never seen a dog do that before. I thought that was really uh, unusual. Chihuahuas are very possessive of their, usually the mother or the person who feeds them and stuff like that the most, they spend the most time with. But he's pretty equally attached to both of you, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Like, but, you follow mom around when she's gardening or something. Oh, yeah. But he does, okay, he does have one bad habit. Birds. Yeah. Birds. Oh, my goodness. And we running brought, away. Yeah, we have, a big piece of, <laughs> we have a big piece of property that most dogs would love to be able to run around on. And we have to yeah. watch him like crazy because he sees a bird, next thing he goes up on the mountain and disappears for hours. Right. Chasing birds. Now It's, it's not enclosed. Oh, no, and um, so really worry about that. And uh, so, we how had many one... times have you lost him? Actually, oh, probably five, six times. He usually wow. comes back. Um, he comes usually, back well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, one of the worst things that happened was one night. It was uh, late fall, and yeah. I looked towards the the kitchen door was open about six inches, and I thought, oh my gosh, the door's open. And I looked down, and there was Archie. He was cut like just coming in he was walking and limping acting weird i thought 
And I told my, your mom that I think we left the door open. And he got out. So I went and closed the door. I went and checked him. And I got him lay on his side. He had a big hole, about a dime-sized hole, right back by his rib cage, mm-hmm. un- just slightly underneath. And literally, you could see the fat inside. His skin was wow. missing. It was like wow. punctured, just ripped right out. And so we took him the next morning down to the it's vet. It's amazing he made it home. Well, he has another, not just birds, he chased deer. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he came across a deer and one kicked him. The, the yeah, got vet too said close. it looked, looked like he got sideswiped by a kick because he had a bruise of about a six inch diameter going all the way up from his back and around his side. And she said most likely he had a cracked rib or two. Wow. So they had to put uh, a tube in him, and they sewed him back up, and then sewed this tube in on him. He had to wear a tube for like know, a couple of weeks, it seemed like. What does the tube and then do? They pulled it. it was a draining tube to allow all that blood to drain out if it needed to seep, because it seeped a lot. It was wow. trying to keep it from infecting, being infection and all that stuff. Yeah, he was messed up. Even to this day, he's highly sensitive to that side. If you go right. pick him up. You gotta be careful that lower part of the yeah, ribs. Yeah, he'll squeal. He's very, yeah, he's very tender there. I've got a harness on him, well, a big harness when we go out, and I got him for emergency so I can grab him. But uh, I think because a lower band goes across his ribs, he doesn't like that thing at all. Okay. You know, but it prevents him from. He doesn't pull hard with it neither. So. Well, that's good. Nowadays he's got two granddaughters who've also claimed him, so he gets all super excited when they're here. Well, they used to be scared of him, though, right? I know. Yep. Not anymore. Yeah. Boy, they squeal like... <laughs> yeah, and they're always talking about him. I'm afraid he's going to have a heart attack yeah. every time he gets so excited when they get here. So this time I grabbed him up, and I put him in the bedroom and let him stay there, let them come in, settle in. And then I let him out, and he was much calmer. Okay. Man, I'm not kidding. He... He shakes so hard and he's so excited that you're going to have a heart attack and die on me right here. Well, how old is he now? Can't be that old. Eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some good years left. Yeah, he's looking as gray as me. He's keeping up with gray factor. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a gray muzzle. <laughs> is, yeah. Well, oh, that's something else. When, when we had him, remember when we first got him, it wasn't just his muzzle black. He had black all the way up around his eyes. Really? So his face, yeah, his eyes. He actually looked like, eye, uh, uh, what do you call it? What the girls put on their eyes? Black line, eyeliner? Uh-huh. His eyes, there, it was all black. And, yeah, it just made him stand out so much compared to his blonde body. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, now it's all gray. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember once we were just having, like, a little family get together in an Airbnb and there was an attached garage that we mm, left the door yes. open and told the girls, now you're not allowed to go in the garage. But the dog, we put the dog bed in the garage, and he right, would run out there bed. when he had enough of the girls. <laughs> because they were pretty right. small at that he, point, and so they would kind of annoy him a bit. <laughs> and he'd, like, run out to the garage for safety. <laughs> take, take breaks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which I think that's important, like... If you have a dog, just to recognize the sign of st- signs of stress and yeah. give them space when they want it. 
even to this day, the bedroom is his safe zone. Yeah. And and uh, so when I watch him, when he gets tired of the girls, or he'll start coming to me like when he get to the bedroom, and I'll let him yep. in. He gets up there and rests. Yeah. Yeah. Or so. like if the door's closed, he'll wait at the door until you come open it for him. It was nice to hear a little bit more about pets that you've had. Wait, wait, wait. I want to throw one more favorite in there. I did have a favorite cat. I had a favorite cat. Oh, I think I know this one. Yes. Its name was Max. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful Max. And why did you like Max? Max was a serious guy outside. But he was he was kind of like a dog. He'd follow you around the house, around the farm while you were walking around outside. He would bring you home snakes, mice, and whatever he could catch. I remember lots of mice. I remember yeah. him. We have a cedar tree that's like a hundred foot out front our house. He ran up that tree. Just I watched him run up the tree chasing birds, and he came yeah. down and he flew out of the tree no less than twenty feet off the top. Out, out flew out. I I never seen a cat fly that high onto the <laughs> ground and take off. He just running. jumped. I, just jumped. He just came flying out there and took wow. off running up. Wow. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> he was a cat I could lay up and over my neck. Yeah. And if and if you're working in the garden bending over, he'd jump up on your back. Yep. You know, he was just extremely personable, and he was just had a lot of character. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was my favorite cat. I remember you saying once the reason you liked Max was because he was a dog in a cat's body. That's right. <laughs> he very much was. <laughs> if he barked, so it wouldn't have surprised me a bit. <laughs> would you say you're a dog person or a cat person? I'm more of a dog person. Yeah, for sure. same here. Yeah, I've had some... Not so good experience with some of the cats we've had. <laughs> yep. Well, you never really know when you take home a pet. You know, you don't, you just don't know what you're gonna mm. get. I yeah. know. I mean, they they can be as diverse as people. I still think their character comes from your character. If you have a pretty quiet household, I think your animals are pretty quiet. If you're yeah. really loud and noisy, they will be loud. Can be loud and noisy. They say that there are no. Bad dogs, just bad owners. What do you think about that? Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah? You agree with it? Yeah, yeah, because dogs are very much in tune with with the people taking care of them. So, uh, have you trained Archie? Well, to some extent, I would say we have. Yeah? Yeah. Like, we can play hide-and-seek with a, take a bone, give him a scent, (laughs) and I go hide it in the living room or whatever, and he'll go find it. You know, and he'll he'll stay. Yeah. I tell him to wait. He'll wait there until I tell him to come go. You know, he's smart. Yeah, I think stay is a pretty important command yeah. for any dog to learn. Just to stay in one spot until you call them or come back. Yeah, I think with age, he's getting where he doesn't chase after birds as much because he gets tired quicker. Yeah. And he's so he's staying closer to your yeah. mom. He's just chilled yeah, out yeah. more. He did try to attack the chickens once. And sometimes you don't charge at him, but he went into the chicken coop one time, and when it first got the chickens, well, they're not afraid of dogs, not like him. Two of them jumped on his back. <laughs> well, some of them are as as big as him, or at least as at least as tall as him. Yeah, two of them jumped on his back, and that freaked him out. Wow. So he ran out of there. And now he he uh, he may charge at him a little bit to get him to run to get away, but or he'll uh, he has chased them, tried to chase them off their food that we threw out to him because he wants it. But right. other than that, no real confrontations. Yeah, so he gets along with the chickens. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a bird dog. No. Like 
he likes to chase the ones that fly. Uh, but... Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he never catches them. Well, one one time I saw we had quail up on the hillside, and he yeah. he would chase quail, and they all fly up, and then run. They fly over to the other side of the mountain, and then he'd go racing across the room, and fly. Like uh-huh. he's chasing these group of quail back and forth, back and forth. I saw him once out. And we have we have a big pasture, big like a football field, right? And there was a low flying robin that flew about three feet above his head, just flying in a big circle, letting this dog chase him. <laughs> It was the weird, it would have been a great video. It made about two or three laps. I said, "What are like, you doing?" This Robin's like, "Yeah, this Robin's like, you don't intimidate me at all." Bird dog chasing me, huh? Just, just playing with the dog. I know it was. Yeah, it was he's a... got no tact at all. He just runs for them. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So that's my pet stories. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that with me. And I didn't know about the toy poodles. I don't remember you ever talking about them. So. We have quite a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, until next right. time. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs>